Welcome to the Course in Miracles podcast. Before the ayahuasca. Thank you for joining us again in the Magic Pisces, whoops, the Course in Miracles podcast. If you want to hear me uh, spewing my opinions about just about everything, you can go ahead and check out the other podcast, uh, Course in Miracles. <laughs> Mixing them up, the Magic Pisces podcast. Um, it's kind of like, I think I mentioned it before, this is like a side project. Actually, now the Magic Pisces podcast is like a side project. Um, I'm going to take back, I was talking in the last episode about bad rappers, mumble rappers. I actually am going to uh, take back what I said about one of them. This guy, his name's Anti, Anti Domenis, and he's like this, I don't know, he's like, he looks like he's 12. Gangster rappers look like they are 12 years old now. It's super weird. Um, but the thing that I will not... So I actually like this, I actually like this kid's rap. Um, but what I was talking about uh, in the last episode, ultimately, or in a couple episodes ago, is that you can see the, the disconnection from source. And you can hear, you can see that, and it's not just, it's not just rappers. It's not just like young gangster rappers. It's in so many ways, the world is just disconnected from source. And I think that there's this, this gigantic media component in all of it. And I'm not going to go too deeply into that. But as I've mentioned before, the Course in Miracles is one of my refuges. The, my other uh, refuge is the recovery community, and it is in these places where I can find uh, the peace of God. It's where I can hear the truth. It's where I can, I can make sense out of a senseless world, and, and this is really all we have. All we really have is the, the, the source that exists within us, the the kingdom of God that exists within us. And there are powerful spiritual gifts that have been given to the earth throughout time. And I actually gave a talk in the Magic Pisces podcast. I think it was the last episode I released about the powerful spirituality that has emerged from America or that emerged from America in the 20th century. Alcoholics Anonymous being one of the powerful, powerful, miracle-working spiritual gifts was given to Bill W. to Bill Wilson in 1935 in Akron, Ohio, of all places. And that is a fascinating fact to contemplate. Uh, Course in Miracles, 1970s, America, powerful, powerful, powerful spiritual system that very literally creates miracles in the lives of those who subscribe to it. Jed McKenna. Uh, Jed McKenna, I'm not too sure exactly uh, how I feel about Jed McKenna at the end of the day, but he wrote three books called The Enlightenment Trilogy came out in the 2000s, I want to say 2005-ish, powerful, powerful spiritual work delivered to the earth. Uh, and then, of course, Doc, Dr. David Hawkins, you could go on um, Facebook and sign up for, I'm in, I'm in a um, uh, David Hawkins group called the Doc Flock, D-O-C-F-L-O-C-K. There are a bunch of David Hawkins groups on Facebook. 
David Hawkins, arguably one of the greatest gifts that has ever been given to the planet. He also had Bill W. from AA as his sponsor. Uh, from that's, that's what I've heard, is that Bill W. is David Hawkins' sponsor. So you don't need to go to India. You don't need to go to the Himalayas. You don't need to climb to the top of the mountaintop in the Parvati Valley in a secluded area uh, of of the globe to find God, to be God, to apply God, to work miracles in the lives of in in your life and in the lives of others. It's all available right here in the U.S. of A. One of the things David Hawkins talks about at length in all of his books or several of his books is the United States Constitution and the fact that it calibrates very, very, very high. It is a very spiritual document in a lot of ways that guarantees the spiritual freedom of the souls of Americans. It is very, very powerful. America, I'm not excusing America for uh, the horrific things that have happened in America. The most uh, glaring example, I guess, would be slavery, obviously. Um, and then to kind of bring it full circle, right, we've got these you know, young gangster rappers Right. Not to mention all of the other people. It seems like the other, the 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 next generation, the Generation Z, I guess you would call it, is deeply, deeply uh, disconnected from source. Generation X worked out. Hopefully, Generation Z will work out as well. But I'm just looking, I'm looking at. Even though I like Anti Demenace, it's A N T I D D A M E N A C E. Anti Demenace, and I'm looking at his song titles. He's got Murder Bitch. Then he's got Murder. Murder Bitch came out in 2022. Murder came out in 2022. And then he's got Murder 2.0 also. Uh, Demon Time. And um, using a little bit more coarser language in this episode, but I was reading through uh, some of the lyrics. I was reading his, uh, I was listening to one of his songs last night, and and uh, one of the lines goes, she says, why are you tweaking, bitch? I'm geeking on these Adderall. I might shoot the deacon. I don't give a fuck about praying to God. So he like makes it rhyme. Now that could be uh, construed as very, very sinful. That could be uh, construed as blasphemy. That could be construed as those words could be uh, taken as uh, words that would send somebody to hell. And what I see is a person who again has been who was born into a lot of pain, who was born into a lot of tragedy, who has witnessed a lot of horrible things, uh, and who is just trying to make sense out of all of this. And, uh, you know, I've been accused of being a little bit conservative uh, for some of the things I've said on my other podcast. Um, the, the, the thing that really separates me from, uh, you know, or, or just... Or, separates me, I'm not sure what the word is, but distinguishes me from a conservative is I, uh, the, it's the compassion, right? Like I get where this person's coming from. I'm not going to condemn the words of this kid from Atlanta or condemn this kid from Atlanta or, uh, you know, take, take the, um, you know, conservatives will also say, well, they will often say, well, 
look at the way look at the way the people in the black community are behaving you know they need to x y and z and what i see in these expressions the the hit, the expressions the artistic expressions of these hip hop artists is is that they are doing all that they can and i have respect for anyone who has the who can sit down and write music write lyrics, write poetry, and then make an album and then go on tour. That requires a lot of work, and that uh, work is um, it's worthy of whatever comes as the result of it to the artist. Now, do I agree with those words? No. Have I, under, have I been in a similar place in my life? Absolutely. Did I work with what was given to me? Absolutely. So as miracle workers, we are uh, here to not overlook that sort of thing, but grant, but, but send our miraculous magic. It's actually not magic. Our miraculousness or our thinking, we are to align our thinking with the Holy Spirit and to then direct it in, uh, to, in, to, in, in direct it in the appropriate ways so as to create miracles on this planet. Now, I've said it before that it, it basically says that consciously directed miracles are misguided. So in the case of this young gangster rapper from Atlanta, I, I, didn't, I didn't look for that. He just came through, he just came through my YouTube, YouTube feed. Actually... He, I, I discovered this kind of genre by, as the result of listening to this, this conservative uh, YouTube guy who I'm not the biggest fan of at all. I talk about misguided. His name is Matt Walsh, and he just he curves as rather hateful. Um, again, we don't condone that. We are to overlook that and see the Christ in him. But he, was, he does these videos where he just talks about how horrible these people are. And it was as the result of watching this conservative guy who uh, who hates on these rappers that I discovered him, discovered anti Demenis, and now I can send him love, I can send him energy, I can send him healing because I have in a lot of ways been directed to. And you would be amazed at what happens when you step into this miraculous way of life. God will just put people into your experience who he would like for you to work miracles with. I actually ran into a, um, a world-famous cage fighter, UFC fighter, Patty the Batty in In-N-Out Burger in Encinitas, California uh, a couple weeks ago. And I really wished I'd had my card because my card with me, my, my life coaching card with me, because uh, I know I could help this person. I know I could help this person enormously. He's just, he's got a lot of talent, but he's also got this big ego. And you could, I could see how um, he's getting in his own way. And I also feel a kindred sort of connection to this human being. So maybe next time. So I didn't mean to uh, go off for so long on these sort of on this sort of celebrity tangent or artistic tangent or tangent about gangster rappers and the rest of Generation Z. Um, but I did. So we will move on to lesson 
71, only God's plan for salvation will work. I had a really amazing experience, really amazing experience yesterday morning with Lesson 70. Um, just felt myself drifting up beyond the, the clouds or moving through the clouds of the ego into this really beatific state or place. And the, the more that you do this, the more that you will find that sort of thing happening. It is beautiful, and nothing will get you higher than the Holy Spirit. Nothing will get you higher than the Word of God. So, moving right along into Lesson 71. Only God's plan <clears throat> for salvation will work. You may not realize that the ego has set up a plan for salvation in opposition to God's. It is this plan in which you believe. Since it is the opposite of God's, you also believe that to accept God's plan in place of the ego is to be damned. This sounds preposterous, of course, yet after we have considered just what the ego's plan is, perhaps you will realize that, however preposterous it is, you do believe in it. The ego's plan for salvation centers around holding grievances. It maintains that if someone else spoke or acted differently, if some external circumstance or event were changed, you would be saved. Thus, the source of salvation is constantly perceived as outside yourself. Each grievance you hold is a declaration and an assertion in which you believe that says, if this were different, I would be saved. The change of mind necessary for salvation is thus demanded of everyone and everything except yourself. So, you know, if only I had that car, if only I had that money, if only I had that lover, if only I had that partner, if only I had that X, Y, Z, right? So we're placing the ego will place salvation outside of itself. The role assigned to your own mind is the plan. The role assigned to your own mind in this plan, then, is simply to determine that other than itself must be changed if you are to be saved. According to this insane plan, any perceived source of salvation is acceptable provided that it will not work. This ensures that the fruitless search will continue for the illusion persists that, although, hold on. This ensures that the fruitless search will continue, for the illusion persists that, although this hope has always failed, there is still grounds for hope in other places and in other things. Another person will yet serve better. Another situation will yet offer success. So we are constantly, or the ego is constantly looking outside of itself. Such is the ego's plan for your salvation. Surely you, surely you can see how it is in strict accord with the ego's basic doctrine. Seek, but do not find. For what could more surely guarantee that you will not find salvation than to channelize all your efforts in searching for it where it is not? That was a question, actually. For what could more surely guarantee that you will not find salvation than to channelize all your efforts in searching for where it is not? So again, there's a lot of sort of Course in Miracles, you know, tricky languaging uh, that you could decipher if you would like to, and I encourage you all to take that on if you are so guided. How can you escape all this? 
very simply. The idea for today is the answer. Only God's plan for salvation will work. There can be no real conflict about this because there is no possible alternative to God's plan that will save you. His is the only plan that is certain in its outcome. His is the only plan that must succeed. Let us practice recognizing this certainty today, and let us rejoice that there is an answer to what seems to be a conflict with no resolution possible. All things are possible to God. Salvation must be yours because of his plan, which cannot fail. Begin the two longer practice periods for today by thinking about today's idea. So again, you're doing 10 minutes twice, and you want to perhaps use a timer and honor the time periods that you have set aside to take on the lessons. So begin the the two longer practice periods today by... By begin the two longer practice periods for today by thinking about today's idea and realizing that it contains two parts, each making each equal contribution to the whole. God's plan for salvation will work and other plans will not. Do not allow yourself to become depressed or angry at the second part. It is inherent in the first So do not worry about the fact that other plans, no other plan that you can think of will work. It is only God's plan. Do not become depressed about that second part, that none of your little plans will work. And in the first is your full release from all your insane attempts and mad proposals to free yourself. They have led to depression and anger, but God's plan will succeed. It will lead to release and joy. Remembering this, let us devote the remainder of the extended practice periods to asking God to reveal his plan to us. Ask him very specifically. This is a great, I was mentioning this a few episodes ago. Uh, Ask him very specifically, what would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say and to whom? Give him full charge of the rest of the practice period and let him tell you what needs to be done by you in his plan for your salvation. He will answer in proportion to your willingness to hear his voice. Refuse not to hear. The very fact that you are doing the exercise proves that you have some willingness to listen. This is enough to establish your claim to God's Answer. So in other words, all you need is willingness. The little doorway of willingness can open up uh, your consciousness to the words of God or the word of God. In the shorter practice periods, tell yourself often that God's plan for salvation and only his will work. Be alert to all temptation to hold grievances today and respond to them with this form of today's idea. Holding grievances is the opposite of God's plan for salvation, and only his plan will work. Try to remember today's idea some six or seven times an hour. There could be no better way to spend a half minute or less than to remember the source of your salvation and to see where it is. So only God's plan for salvation will work. And you know, back to the example, you know, that I was using from the beginning of the episode uh, of these, you know, human beings, these, these 
artists, these rappers, um, anyone who is is separated from and and to a gigantic extent, all of us. There, so many of us are separated from God, and we believe that if we get something outside of us, that that will give us the salvation, that that will return us to God. Uh, drugs, sex, money, cars, etc. That is not where salvation lies. So only God's plan for salvation will work. So you're going to take 10, 15 minutes if you want. You might find that if you set aside 10 minutes that you might very well want to do more. Um, that's what's been happening to me. I set my timer for 10 minutes, and then ten, the, the timer goes off, and I just want to continue to spend time with God. The prayer that you're going to say is, what would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? And to whom? I've always said it. I've always said the prayer, where is it that you'll have me go? What is it that you'll have me do? What is it that you'll have me say? And to who? And I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I actually have a song that I wrote that has these lyrics as part of the song. And it sounds like it's a love song, but it's not a traditional love song. It is a love song to God. What would you have me do? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say and to whom? Thank you for listening to the Course in Miracles podcast. Talk to you next time. God song, one, two, three, four. Before the ayahuasca, before the clear blue skies, and before the great awakening, there were demons disguised as angels in shiny foily packets containing China heroin. The cheapest vodka bottles, the filthy escapades, my morning hustle on the train. And the angels watching over me, the God that I could never see as I wandered alone through city streets. And the whores, the whores. Till I cast aside my demons and that's when It came shining through Dusty blinds in a dim lit room And I saw the light I saw the light I saw the light I saw the light It was that sweet the sweetest of surrenders Sweet, sweet, sweet The sweetest of surrenders Sweet, sweet, sweet The sweetest of surrenders Get it any way you can Get it any way you can And I don't need no motherfucking Bible To show me the errors of my ways But may God bless you If you keep one by your bedside I hope it you to heaven one day I hope it gets you to heaven one day I hope it gets you to heaven one day and I ain't gonna argue with no atheist because my truth is my truth is my truth is my truth is my truth and